Matt Mosley. Matt, good afternoon, buddy. Fellas, how how are you? I uh, I tell you, I miss my daily dose of Simcox. He does check on me fairly often, which is a which is a great thing. Tom, I got to visit with you a little bit last night, late into the evening. But uh, yeah, it's great to uh, it's great to be back on with you guys. It's now been about twelve days, or almost thirteen days since I made that fateful call to uh, Stephen uh, from the back of an ambulance to let him know that I was going to have a little trouble <laughs> you might be late. doing the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I texted Matt about 2.45, and I got a text back that said, Matt's gonna not going to be able to do the show. This is a Dallas paramedic typing. And I thought, oh, that's probably not good. Oh, no. So I, I'm, glad, I'm glad to be talking to you, Matt. I'm glad that you're okay and it's it's great to hear your voice again on the radio well it's good to be heard and um one of my main uh and we can get into it a little bit one of my um main issues was when i did a superman off of my bike into a ravine uh which is not supposed to happen obviously i uh i cut up the right side of my lip and it was sort of dangling, and um, and they were able to get me into emergency surgery that evening and repair all that. But fortunately, Stephen, you could hear my voice, I think, in the back of the ambulance. Mm-hmm. I was still in shock at that point. But um, in some weird ways, I've had to kind of teach myself kind of how to do this again. But the, the great news is, and this is a reminder to everybody who likes to be on a bike, and uh, whether it's a motorcycle or a bicycle, which I was on my, on my bicycle, uh, I have a road bike, but uh, helmets are so important. And while I ate it with my face first, I then it hit my head. And while I did sustain a concussion, um, I, all my faculties are with me, and I got over that pretty quickly. So uh, I am uh, very, very fortunate to be getting to talk to you guys and I think the helmet played a big role in that, and I also uh, I think the scariest thing was I was in such a bad way that I I I felt burning in my arms, my hands, and my feet, and so my first uh, thought, which was a horrible thought, was, "Am I paralyzed?" And I quickly realized that I wasn't, and I was able to move my feet and my uh, hands. And as luck would have it, or as God would have it, um, as I believe, the first person on the scene to administer aid was just someone who happened to be out on his bike, and it was uh, a doctor, uh, Tony Rivera, and he is an ER doctor. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that was pretty amazing. And he was able to kind of keep me still, not let anybody move me, of course, until they could get there with the headboard and strap me down and all the things that needed to be done. And uh, what they tell me is uh, is that I was in my sort of shock state. I just kept telling them that I had to be on the radio in 45 minutes. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was, uh, I just hated the thought of Stephen, the lights coming on and, Everybody's just kind of looking around like, where's Mosley? <laughs> now, not that that doesn't happen sometimes, but most of the times, y'all know, um, 
I had car trouble even right before this happened, and so. But I'm usually able to kind of keep you posted on those sorts of things. This was a true emergency, and uh, but it looks like guys that uh, even with um, a broken neck and a broken back, um, that uh, I will be able to make a full recovery. And right now, the neurosurgeon is saying that uh, no surgery will be required on my uh, on on my spinal cord injuries so that is a uh, that's you know, phenomenal we'll news right we'll, we'll there get that, we'll get that checked out but I think that was uh, that's really good news yeah that that is phenomenal news there so so Matt can you kind of walk us through obviously you were uh, I would imagine you were going at a pretty high rate of speed when when this occurred well you know, I, I like always. I'm like, well, I got to get on home. I looked at my watch, and and I kind of, I did kind of hit it, but I was not like going downhill really. It was on a, a very normal path, and I did what I've done oh a few times. I've been riding for years. I, I got for some reason I got a little careless, and I, I ended up on the right side of the path, and I just all of a sudden kind of like, uh oh, I gotta, I'm kind of, I'm about to go off this path. I better correct this. And I made a decision. It was a. It was ended up being a really bad decision. It didn't seem bad at the time. Before in in the past, when I've come up on somebody or someone's come at me, and I have to make a real fast decision, I'll go off into the grass, and that's usually a really good decision. In this case, I made the decision to leave the leave the path and and commit as you need to do when you make a decision i committed to the decision to go off into the grass what i did not know is that the minute i went into the grass i i was hit with this horrible vision or horrible uh uh image the i was facing an a, a pretty wide ravine uh or a ditch and i didn't see any I didn't see any path out of it. You know, you're looking in that moment, you're trying to process everything quickly. How do I get myself out of this jam? And so I, I tried the old evil Knievel. I, I didn't see any other possibility. I, looking back, I wish I'd jammed my brakes and threw myself off the bike, but I took on the ditch and thought maybe there's some way I can jump it. And obviously that didn't happen. I went into the ravine and then the impact then threw me over the handlebars, and then I landed face first into the other uh, bank of of the other side of the ravine, and that's where I sustained all my injuries. And I think the I think all the uh, uh, the the back and the neck injuries were simply because it was such blunt force that I landed with. So uh, that's how it happened, and that's where they discovered me, basically in a trench. And uh, fortunately, those guys had their eyes on me and watched it and got to me in a hurry. And I've talked to one of the eyewitnesses already, and then I've been texting with the doctor who uh, who found me. And uh, and you guys are like this on the way to the on the way to the uh, the hospital. <laughs> the, I was wondering why we were stopping at stoplights, and I finally said, "Hey, why are we stopping?" Uh, you know, like I'm thinking, why are the <laughs> sirens not on? And they told me. They said, "Well, that's our that's our policy. Uh, unless you're dying, we can't turn on the sirens anymore." And which to which I said, "Well, what am I doing here?" <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you you got like the most leisurely ambulance service in the world. Yeah, yeah I, I felt like I was dying. <laughs> Can uh, we turn right on red? Uh, I mean, yeah. so anyway, this guy was trying to talk to me and settle me down. He was a huge Alabama fan, had gone to Alabama, worshipped Nick Saban, and I'm begging him for pain meds, and. I said, can you give me something? And he finally squirted some fentanyl into my nose, all right? That's, I guess they didn't give – at that point, they, had, they weren't putting an IV in me. And so he squirted it up my nose, and it was kind of funny. When he got me into the ER and they got me to the trauma unit, everybody was asking, how much did you give him? <laughs> and my paramedic, who, again, I'm very thankful, grateful for, but he went blank. He kind of froze up, got oh, stage no. fright, and he couldn't tell them. And so they start to kind of hammer on him, tell us how much medicine you gave him. And he was like, he couldn't spit it out. And so they finally just kind of had to kind of go off on their own. <laughs> he couldn't, he just kind of froze up a little bit. So anyway. As much as he needed. They, yeah, you should have said not enough. Not, not nearly enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad. I can laugh about it now, and, uh, boy, the outpouring of support has been unbelievable. You guys have seen it on social media and uh, Facebook and that kind of thing. And so I finally, you know, my wife did a good job of, like, not letting me on my phone and kind of protecting all that. Uh, Maybe too good a job because she wasn't really letting anybody know how things were going. And she's been unbelievable. At some point, we started to get feedback that people were like, well, I heard Matt's going into surgery again tonight. Like, there was some misinformation floating out there. So I dictated a uh, Facebook post to Meredith, and she put it out. And I think that sort of calmed things down a little bit. But she is, uh, as a lot of great wives are, is uh, very, very protective of me and, and uh, uh, you know, would barely let me do this today. But... Uh, but I, I wanted to uh, – I've really been missing getting to visit with you guys and, and especially, uh, you know, our listeners who are so loyal and uh, so incredible. I didn't want to leave them in the dark and all. So, uh, you know, my, my goal is to try to be back here uh, at Monday the 26th. And I'm already kind of – you know, the, the issue is after these kinds of conversations, because I've had surgery on my mouth, you know, it, I kind of, my mouth sort of locks up on me, uh, which is a condition probably some of my listeners would enjoy or would, would, have, would have hoped for over the years. But uh, I, uh, I I hope that uh, here in a couple of weeks that I'll be in, in much better condition. But uh, I, I, for a while, I was on a, a liquid diet, guys, and I, I was dropping a lot of weight, and that was one of the silver linings of this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the past few days, I have been given uh, uh, the ability to eat soft foods, which uh, uh, so every day at lunch, one of my buddies shows up with like a huge meal, like like meatloaf and mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. So I have quickly put on, you know, whatever weight I lost. So I was a little offended, by the way. They, they were gauging my weight, and, uh, and, and the, para, they had the, the paramedics, they, they wanted some reason he needed to know how much I weighed. And, and, he, and I hear him go, well, they were lifting me, and he said, 
feels like about 240. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, I don't think they're that far off. He <laughs> should do that at the carnival or something. That's not a bad skill to have. <laughs> I, I was hoping that I was hanging in there at about 225 or 230, <laughs> but he just put it right out there. It goes, guy feels like he's 240. And then he kept saying, 48 years old, and I kept, I kept correcting him. I said, 47. <laughs> and, of course, there I am fighting for my life, but I was very concerned that he was presenting me as a year older than I actually was. Yeah, I'm glad you could fact check the paramedics during your usual radio time in, instead of myself. That's good that you're, that's good that you're able <laughs> that's to do right. that. That's right. Matt, could I ask you a quick sports question? Since you've been gone here, the Cowboys, they had an embarrassing loss to the Browns. And then uh, I'm sure you, you've heard and saw that Dak Prescott went down. Um, what do you think now of this team at two and three with, with Andy Dalton and there? Our listeners are, are really wanting to hear some uh, some Mosley takes. Well, you know, I I think that I have so much, and you know, I lived a couple of uh, houses down from uh, some of Dalton's family, so they're excited to see Andy get this. Uh, get this uh, uh, opportunity, but I, I, I do think they're in a good spot there. I think he's about as good a backup as you could possibly have. Um, I, I kind of think that in this, the state they're in with, you know, it's going to put a lot of pressure on Andy because Dak, because of his athleticism, could sort of make up when the right tackle and the left tackle were having problems, Andy is obviously not that athletic. Now, he's got more experience than Dak. Could the ball come out a little quicker? Could they change some things up? Could they give him some shorter drops and, hey, the ball's coming out quickly? Can he, could they expand their, their screen game, you know, do some of those things? I, I think, and I shared this with you guys the other day, but I think what you have to do is go, you know what? We before we totally trusted Dak, we had this amazing running back who we built everything around. Now I get it; they don't have as great a blocking right now, but I do think you have to lean on this tailback because this defense is not to be trusted, and you cannot leave them out there for long periods of time. So I, you know, can Andy? get in these shootouts, I don't know. I mean, you're right. The Cleveland thing was an all-out embarrassment. I, As much as I love Dak Prescott, I think he does put up some empty yards. If you look at his huge amount of yards he's thrown for, like half of them have come with him trying to unbury the Cowboys after mistakes of either his own or the defense. So, I, I try sometimes to look a little harder at the actual how these games play out than just the final numbers. So I would say that, uh, uh, you know, in most cases, you would say the Cowboys season is over and feel pretty good about that take. I mean, I really do. In, in this pathetic division, <laughs> I, I think you have, to, you have to try to win somewhere in the eight or nine game range and and here they are in first place right now at two and three uh if you can win six more games that wins you the division and then the next step is you hope somehow you could get hot 
like the Eagles got hot with Foles a few years ago and, and do something. But uh, I, I don't see some kind of incredible run coming from the Cowboys, but I don't see anybody better in the division. So, uh, you know, sometimes you ask for the Cowboys to either be great or terrible. I don't think we're going to get either one of those things this year. I, I think that 8-8 eight and eight is what you hope for and I believe eight wins wins the NFC East. Matt, do you feel a uh, hundred times better after Scott Drew gave you a pep top the, pep top the other day? <laughs> it was good to hear from Scott. I heard from Coach Tang. You know, Mac and Jeremiah have all reached out. Uh, Steve Rodriguez, Rodrigo, I like to call him, heard from him. So the Baylor family has been great. But now Scott, as only Scott could, you know, he he uh, he let me know, and you know that God was looking out for me that day. He believes that a lot of this, uh, the fact that I'm walking right now, that he thinks it it, it is further per, that further evidence that I have a purpose on this earth. And Scott uh, told me that the postponed basketball season. He believes that uh, that's going to be set up well for me. He thinks I'll be ready to go mm. close to early uh, in the basketball season. And he even went as far to say that all these postponements of Baylor and their COVID issues, he thinks secretly they are just waiting on me to get healthy. <laughs> that's right. That's what Aranda told us too. So that's that's good to know. Uh, well, well I'll, I'll let you know that our listeners have been asking about you often. Uh, we had some people chime in during the segment. Our guy, Joe in DFW, said he's praying for you and wants to get together with you once you get healed. Uh, our buddy, Dave in Belton, said it's great to hear you back on the air. We've had a bunch of uh, people text in on the CNC Collision Center text line and say that it's good to hear you again and they're ready for you to be back. So uh, our people are, are ready to hear your uh, your opinions and and your humor again once you're uh, once you're back to full strength, man. Well, that's that's really nice of you, and and just know, uh, Tom. Uh, you know, Tom. I know you've been putting in five hours on top of your program director, which is more like ten to fifteen type hours. And so, uh, you know, it's certainly uh, not something I ever wanted to do this accident. But uh, I do appreciate you guys uh, covering for me and. And doing a great job, and and uh, and I, uh, you know, hope to be able to get back in here and be able to do some radio soon. So I appreciate you guys having me on today. As always, Matt, thank you, and we are thrilled that uh, you are on the path to recovery and uh, get well soon, buddy. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Good night, guys. All right, uh, Matt Mosley.